What's up, guys? Welcome back to the EG Pot of Thunder with your boy, the Young Lights Can Keep Sweat. And we're here with Miami celebrity, Miami Dolphin celebrity fan, Dal Freaky, Ali. So right off the bat, so how does it feel? Like I just started doing the podcast and like some people like give me compliments in person, which is pretty cool. How does it feel to be like a local, I'm not, maybe national, cause I'm not even in Miami, I know who you are. So how does it like feel to be like known, like, I guess on a national stage for being like a Dolphins fan? Yeah, you know what? It's something that I'm still getting used to because um, I, I guess I don't fully realize like the scope or like you know how people know me and so anytime somebody knows me from like somewhere i'm i'm still taken aback by it so it's it's funny <laughs> yeah, i'm sure and it's it's even funnier like when i'm not in dolphin clothes and people recognize me like out and about and so like i live in naples florida which is <clears throat> honestly like you wouldn't find as many dolphin fans here as you would think being as close to the stadium as we are really and so i've had people like i'll just be in the grocery store and like the off <laughs> chance that i'm not wearing something dolphins and they're like you're that dolphin girl from twitter i recognize you and i'm like how did you recognize me like i don't even have my blue hair on you know I'm not <laughs> dolphin. so it's, still, it's something i'm still getting used to but honestly like i just i love it like i love you know being a resource person that people can come to if they have you know questions about attending a game or if they have questions mm. about you know how to get tickets or how to get to training camp or you know all of that stuff I really enjoy it. Um, so it is fun, you know, to be a known person. It is also overwhelming at times, honestly. Would you consider yourself an influencer? <laughs> you know, it's funny because somebody on Twitter last week used the word a fin in a fin fluencer. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, yeah, okay, I'm a oh, fin influencer. Like so. <laughs> I think, you know, it's part of my job to like, you know, try to keep, you know, the fan base positive and keep everybody kind of like on the right track and so i, I try Not to influence sure. the fans you know in a positive light and also you know i do rep certain brands and you know i i do promos for you know like things like what would shula do like different brands like that and you know i do have companies that'll like send me things like hey can you you know we're, we're introducing this product can you like do a picture or like a post or whatever so i guess mm. in that way like i am an influencer or a, a finfluencer <laughs> yeah influencer for sure so how long did it take you to like be on that like scope so like it's crazy it's like in rhode island like amongst my friends i'm definitely known as like that crazy dolphin fan uh -huh. which i'm like you know what i'm just gonna start making like videos like during the season when during the season like away games i'm gonna start definitely doing more like live streams and stuff like that just you know, try to get like out to like the dolphin community. I'm not sure what you would call it, but yeah. So how long did it take you to like, like get known like amongst like what blew you up? I guess like what was that one so, thing that happened where you went viral? That's a really good question because it's been an evolution over, I would say like over the last probably 20 years or so. Like just well, probably since like 2009 when I did the Directv mm. Sunday ticket. Um, the displaced fan contest that was like the first like thing that was like okay like there's this girl living in pennsylvania who is like a diehard dolphin fan and then like that was kind of the dawn of social media and so you know that i got a lot of support that way and then Wait, what, so really, what, what was that contest i'm not familiar with that contest at yeah, all yeah okay so this is not something that they do anymore but basically they were trying to find the ultimate displaced fan so this was hosted by DirecTV, and you know was open to anybody who was mm. a fan of an nfl team not residing in the same state as the team. 
Um, so I lived in Pennsylvania and I was like a 19 year old kid with like a room like this. And I, um, <laughs> <laughs> it's really funny because um, it was very basic, like compared yeah. to the fan caves of today, like my cave was super, super basic. Um, but I actually you had to write an essay and explain why you think that you were the ultimate displaced fan. And then you had to uh, make a video and it could be any sort of video, like if you just went around your cave and you like showed your memorabilia or whatever. But I chose to. <laughs> it's very embarrassing. <laughs> no, yeah, go for it. Yeah, no, go this for is, it. I'm, I'm sure I have some crazy stories. It's an important part of my history. So basically, it was um, like a rap song that I changed the words to. Oh, um, can, was... can we hear a line? Can we hear some bars real quick? You <laughs> might know you so know it. I know you I so know it. Ask. Oh, we gotta so, get it. It was Will Smith's Miami. Ooh. Um, and so <laughs> I can't do this right now. <laughs> it was like bouncing on the couch when Ricky runs. The fins are the best. They're Ooh. number one. <laughs> I Ooh. bleed the teal and orange. It's like so corny. Hey, but anyway, get them bars. Because, because it was corny and it was like kind of cutesy and whatever, like, and it was filmed on my digital camera like people latched onto it. So it was just like when YouTube was like brand new and everything. So That's fire. then that was like the first thing. Um, Rick Ross, I... move over, baby. Rick Ross, <laughs> yeah. move over. I can't even say it was a rap because it was like a sing song thing. And I had my <laughs> wig on. And at the time, that's actually what lead what led me to the doll freaky name mm. um, because I had like a spiky wig and I was like a freak, you know? <laughs> <laughs> and so that was the original like, Dolph Freaky was kind of like a face painted, like half, you know, aqua, half orange, crazy freak fan. That's, um, that's cool because it can go like multiple different ways and people are like, oh, what, what does that mean? And it yeah. attaches to everything. I've had it where like people be like, how freaky is Dolph Freaky? I'm sure I'm you like, get it all the time. <laughs> this was not the intention for the name. It was not meant to have any sort of like sexual connotation. Hey, but I'm sure it helps you go viral, get more followers. Like, hmm. <laughs> real quick <laughs> honestly like as the years went on like i like doll freaky did become a little bit sexier and like, yeah you know show a little more skin and like that sort of thing but that's just mostly evolution for, with it that's just for like entertainment value and just because i got older and stuff yeah. but, so like when yeah. these companies reach out to you are they like hey can you be more like sexy with it like are they telling you what to do or just like you be yourself i get asked a lot like to do only fans oh and, snap like Honestly, that's not me. Like I, I yeah. have a professional job. I'm a pharmacist. Like I can't be oh, like, nice. putting my body parts <laughs> out there. Um, I you mean, know. you could, but you might get fired real quick. <laughs> I don't know. Or you might get you might get John coming to your your pharmacy every single day. Yeah. So I I am very wary of creepers and like, not for sure. Like that. And so basically, um, I do. You know, I put out a little bit sexier content, like more on Twitter. Like I feel like Twitter is more like open to that sort of thing. It, it's never like nude anything yeah, like that for sure. just like you know you might find like more bathing suit photos and that sort of thing like if you join my twitter super follow option but it's definitely like pg-13 still like yeah so you have like a you have like a patreon kind of kind of yeah and like it makes like little to no money <laughs> but it's that's just, crazy you know what i yeah. see you i cause i honestly don't even know how i followed you on instagram in the first place <laughs> because like i'm a big dolphins fan but like i'm not like i'm sure you know who he is you know chris barker Oh, yeah. He's yeah. a good friend of mine. Oh, yeah. really? He, when he comes to New England, he goes to the hotel. I see him all the time. And I met him there. I met him a lot of times. And we started having these conversations. He's a really cool guy. Yeah. And um, I'm not sure. 
I follow him on Twitter, but I don't have you on Twitter because I didn't know if you were going to recognize my Instagram. But on Instagram, I didn't know how he even follows you in the first place. Like, I have literally no idea because I don't post, like, really dolphin stuff. Yeah. I, I so literally Instagram, have no idea. Like, I don't know what the algorithm is like with Me Instagram. Either. But I find that when I tag people, like, for example, the day that Tyreek Hill got signed, I just mm, posted, like, a little reaction. Uh, yeah, I was losing my mind, like, the whole day, <laughs> obviously, like, like the entire Dolphin Nation. And I just took a little photo in here, like, you know, with my yeah. like, oh, my God, I'm freaking out because I was literally freaking out. Yeah, Dolph and, freaking out. Like, just tagging Tyreek in my photo, like, just, like, exploded my followers. Mm. And so sometimes it's just something, like, random. Like, random. That, um, like, sometimes in the... Um, like the suggested like not the for you page or whatever it is um the page where like they suggest yeah. and like people see like a girl like with a dolphins thing and they're like oh yeah like you know, i'm been, a dolphin man that. too i don't know could have been that I, yeah. honestly i can't do you know like know like the rhode island people who have like that thing like in boneheads i'm not sure if you know no. them they like to go out to miami and stuff like that they had like a there's like a dolphin like bar here uh-huh. So I didn't. I know they go to Miami sometimes, like for like okay. certain games. So I didn't know if they met you and they tagged you because you're literally like the only Dolphin fan, other than like my one of my good friends was a Dolphins fan. So I'm literally crazy. But on Twitter, I see you literally all the time because like yeah. I get like algorithms for like Dolphin stuff nonstop, and you continually pop up. And like there's like three other girls who like continually pop up all yeah. the time in my timeline. Yeah, I think it just, I mean, I'm sure it has to do with people who are posting frequently and yeah. like, having like the same like relevant type of content and all of my social media content is very heavily dolphins Dolphin because that is literally my life like all of the time. So mm. I do a lot of podcasts and then, oh, going back to what you said, like how um, like I kind of got known as a fan. Yeah, um, yeah. So there's more to the story. <laughs> so every year it just kind of built. Um, mm. And so the I'm going to call this for reference, the stop tanking year, like the tank for Tua year. Yeah. Um, oh, I made I've a seen stop a sign. Yeah. Yeah. I made a stop sign that said stop tanking. And that was like all over the news. Like it was in the newspapers, the local papers, like everywhere. And so I actually have like a few pictures hanging up in my room that people have sent me from like all over the place of the, you know, that stop tanking picture. Um, and so that was like a viral controversy. Mm. Like I was part of a controversy. Like, are they tanking? Are they not tanking? And like, and now were we tanking? I mean, it's like, like, right. It's still, I I can't even believe that. Like, we're still talking about this topic and they're saying, well, they didn't find proof that we were tanking, but I still believe. Are we going off on like, so we can get back to your, it's a story. It's like in levels. So I guess Mm -hmm. let's taper off real quick on this thing. Mm What I don't, I mean, how weren't we tanking? But then again, it's like, why, like, what else would we do? I mean, like, we were competitive that season at the end of the season, but it's like, damn, should we have just tanked for Burrow? I mean, other teams Wait. are doing it all the time. I mean, no, yeah. and I like Tua, but it's like, Burrow right now is that guy. So, it's like, shit, like, I know you weren't part of it because you said stop tanking at the stop sign, but we're being yeah. like real. It's like, it's that tough, like, there's no way we weren't tanking. And, if these reports are yeah. accurate, I mean, we more likely were, or at least Stephen Ross is trying to at least, and Flores yeah. wasn't having it. But it's like, ah, it's such, such a tough thing. Like, did you really, like, in the deep down in your heart, did you really want to stop tanking? Or were you like, let's tank this season for Burrow? So I am never going to be a fan of tanking because I'm a fan and I pay money to come see this team win. Like, I'm mm, a season ticket sure. holder. My whole life is dedicated to the Dolphins and and their success. So mm. for me, tanking was just kind of like 
you know, we can get quality players without having to do that. And because Tua was projected to be the number one pick, I understand why they started on the path that they did. And then it was like, okay, once Tua got injured and his draft capital, his stake was like, you know, it was dropping. They were like, Drop okay, man. we could afford to lose a few games and maybe we could still get yeah. him. And so I'm like, oh, ironic. Like, you know, and then I make, I have this picture. I know you can't see it, but there's the stop tanking sign is right here and it's framed and it has the picture I, with it. Did um, you sign it for yourself? <laughs> no, <laughs> but I did. I was like, that's important. I'm going to yeah. keep that up on the wall. So um, as soon as, you know, we start calling out the dolphins, you know, we, for the tanking and the media starts talking about it then they're like uh oh yeah you can't do this anymore because now people are talking about it and so then they started to win okay, we were getting destroyed fine. in the media ironic how the, the, yeah like and the tank for tua like people are wearing t-shirts saying tank for tua and then we ultimately get tua because of how strategically they did it and i'm like <laughs> <laughs> it was an odd weird situation yeah then, and i i saw them you know make you know pathetic calls in front of my face what was that was that steelers was the steelers right we did all out blitz on like fourth down and then these scores like mm -hmm. come on there's no way you're telling me we're not tanking this game yeah it was impossible. That, that was the game that the stop tanking photo was taken where i was extremely pissed <sighs> it's like a like i'm a super pissed off photo <laughs> And then, I'm then how can this shirt actually <laughs> the photo? Really, that's yeah. wild. Cause like, but then Florida's like, I don't want to tank. Well, then what was that call? How did it get approved? You right. must have been a part of it. And so then, you know, there's this whole thing like Flora saying, okay, um, I was offered money to tank, but I didn't take it. So like, everybody's like, oh, they didn't tank. Really? Okay. So well, why maybe... did you do all out blitz? <laughs> so maybe Flores didn't tank, and that's fine. You know, maybe. Yeah. It, but it's it's obviously it takes a lot more. And, you know, people aren't talking, but whatever. Okay. The NFL does their investigation and they find that there's no proof of tanking. So let's let it lie. Yeah. <laughs> whatever. But then, pff, who knows? And then the whole tampering thing, which is a whole other topic is like every team tampers, but of course, every team tampers. It's crazy. How do people get signed a minute after free agency starts? Right. There had to be discussions prior to that, oh, right? 100%. Annoyed, though. <laughs> I'm annoyed it, that it was... <laughs> Brady, like it's such a conflict of interest. <laughs> uh, that's it's tough. It's like I had this actually at the end of the podcast, but we're here now. Would you have really wanted Brady? I mean, it's kind of so tough. It's like Brady won on the Bucks, so it's like apparently Ross, this is his man. So it's like, damn, our team was pretty good that year too. Like besides the quarterback at that point, mm -hmm. do you think if you're fantasy booking this, you can do? You're the GM. Are you on board or Ross? Are you like, all right, let's, if we can get Brady, we're getting him. Or no, you know what, let's go youth, let's go with Tua. This is like literally where it is the biggest controversy as a fan because I've built my entire life saying F Tom Brady. Like literally we wake Legit up and I have a group chat of you know friends in the morning. The first thing we say is <laughs> F Tom Brady every morning. That's our thing. And I'm like, Tom Brady could have been a dolphin and he you could have possibly gone to what? the Super Bowl. And imagine you, I'm in Rhode Island. I'm surrounded by Patriot fans and Brady supporters <laughs> and fake bandwagon Patriot fans. So I'm a hundred percent oh my it's still worse. Still worse. So I'm I'm ultimate fuck Tom Brady. But yeah. after he left New England, I'm like, damn, this guy's pretty cool. Fuck. This guy's like he seems like the man, like cool, cool to hang out with. He's funny on Instagram, <laughs> he's funny on Twitter and shit. It's like yeah. damn. Anyone I have so much respect for him, I really do, but 
I mean, I, and I have a, I have respect for him as a player and as a person and like, you know, everything. Yeah. But that would have been a major conflict of interest. <sighs> but would've at the end tough. of the day, like I'm a Dolphin fan and I want the team to win and I want Facts. us to get there. But I, I hope we can get there with Tua. <laughs> mm, that'd, be, that'd be cool. 100%. So we can... We can get to two. Well, let's we get back to your story. So now you're you're famous that tank year. Did something more yes. happen after that tank year, or during yeah. that season? Um. So nothing really defining happened during the COVID year, except that you know I was going to games, and you know a lot of people weren't able to go. Like we had limited, yeah. um, we had you know limited uh, attendance, and so there was a few like just like pictures. You know, like uh, the photographers tend to find me (laughs) (laughs) and the celebrity fan yeah they tend to find my my crew my posse we dress you know very vividly and so um you know also we just we wear our feelings on our faces oh for sure so like there were many times where i'm just like in the stands like like that and they (laughs) they see me and you know that becomes a photo like a viral photo whatever like oh my god everyone feels like doll freaky feels like we all feel that frustration and it's been things like that just over the years and then Last year, um, well, last year was so amazing. Like I did so many things and I had so much fun. Um, but the, I think the biggest thing was after I attended the uh, the Bucks game, I was frustrated because I had gone to Tampa and their experience in the stadium was just amazing. Like mm. it was over the top, everything. And, and granted, I know that it was after a Super Bowl. Um, and, you know, after you win a Super Bowl, you get a lot of nice things, right? Oh, 100%. And the fans are there and, you know, they have Tom Brady. So I understand all of that. But what got me fired up was like all of the things that we used to have. Like we used to have the um, like the Finn celebration before the games where they would have, you know, like Solo D would perform and they would have the cheerleaders and like Publix would be out there giving away stuff. And they would have the mascot out there with the kids and like there was photo ops and all of these things they did before the game. They did away with that with COVID and didn't bring it back. Also, mm. like the T-shirt, like they shoot the T-shirt. Yeah, shoot out the, the, the grenade air. thing. All of those like fun things that basically made me a fan as a kid. They got away. They did away with it come COVID. And, and COVID was the excuse. But the really. Worst. What got me so fired up was that a member of the Finns force um, came to me in my seat in Tampa and said, look at all the things that are going on here. They were throwing koozies, sunglasses, T-shirts, beads. I left with handfuls of Buccaneers merch. (laughs) Damn, I'm a Bucs fan? Fuck. And everybody (laughs) got it. Like, nobody left empty-handed. And the kids were dying over this. And I... And this member of the Finns Force, which was like the people who would be like kind of down on the field to get the the crowd hyped and, you know, they would do tricks and they would, you know, say like, you know, stand up, it's third down, like all those things. This guy came down and he's like, look what's going on here. He's like, they did away with the Finns Force. They basically either fired all of us or well, they quit. Um, and so Are they traveling like, with the team? Yeah, they travel oh, like nice. the, to, the, to the games or whatever. And so... I was frustrated because I'm like, those are the things that made made me a fan. And like, that's the extra, you know, when the team is doing bad, at least you have that fun fan experience. It's still fun (laughs) to go to the game, whether they win or lose. Right. Not for sure. So then he's starting to tell me like that it all came down to Garfinkel and like the, the culture that they, the dolphins were trying to create was more corporate based and they were selling more seats to corporations and, you know, trying to make money that way instead of actually like putting fan butts in the seats 
And I was like, I can see that because I could see we would go to these games and there would be visiting fans outnumbering us. It was crazy. So like, like during like obviously the Patriots dynasty over here, a lot of people, even myself, I would go to like Miami games, like Miami Patriot games in Miami. It would be cheaper than to go to a New England game. Yep. Like 300 seats were literally like 400 bucks. It was cheaper to buy a flight and buy a ticket to Miami to go to a game. Mm-hmm. So I know and Patriot games were stocked with Patriot fans. I can imagine. I mean, I, I would go to a couple, but I can't imagine. Yeah. Like, so every other team must be doing the same exact thing. Yeah, and they're like, okay, the Patriots, you know, have been relevant for many years. Now we haven't. So I get, I get that, you know, that, that discrepancy. And a lot of people say, well, it's because the team can't win. The team can't win. So, you know, like people are just coming to Miami for vacation and, you know, they're from yeah. all different teams and they're like, oh, we'll stop over there and we'll do the Dolphin game and whatever. So I go, I'm, I'm sitting, I come home. I'm so fired up and I'm sitting at my makeup stand and I'm getting ready for work and my husband is there getting ready and I'm like, I'm just so frustrated. Like I just have to get all of this off my chest. And he's like, just write it down. So I just, I sat with my phone and I had my talk to text. I'm like, you know, talking to the phone and he's like, you need to post that (laughs) because he heard me like say the whole thing. He's like, you need to post that. And I thought, no, because I don't really want to paint the dolphins and the organization in a negative light. I don't want them to think that I'm not grateful for like everything they do do. You know, and he's like, just do it. Just like put it on Facebook and see what happens. <laughs> so I go so do it. <laughs> I did it. So I go to work and all of a sudden my phone is like bzz, 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 going off and I'm like, something's happening. So I look at my phone. And so somebody took the took a screenshot of the post and it went on Twitter. I'd only posted it on Facebook on my private page. Somebody put it on Twitter, then it was on Instagram, and all of a sudden, everybody's talking about the rant. So, in my rant, I said, you know, where's our mascot? Where's TD? Where's Air TD? For those who Not don't know, sh- there's, there's like the plushy doll character TD, and then there's Air <laughs> TD, who's blow up, you know, like a blow yeah. up TD. But those get the, you know, that gets the fans going the and everything, is. so... I was like, where the heck is TD? Um, you know, where's the giveaways? Those are the things that like get the fans hype. You know, why don't people know that they're supposed to be loud on, you know, third down? Like why, why do, where's the fins force? So all these things <clears throat> and everybody shared in it, you know, like they're all like, yeah, yeah. And this and this and this. And so we're like coming out with all these things that we want to change about the fan experience in hard rock. That's what's up. And so then they're sending it to their ticket reps. They're sending it to the Dolphins front office. They're tweeting it all over the place. It's been shared like 600 times on Twitter and like all these retweets and everything. So it's very overwhelming. That, but That's when you became famous in public. Some people are like, oh, is that Dolph Riggio there? That's the rant girl. I, then, it, then it was like, oh, who's this? Like, why should yeah. you know, they, they, you know, followed me there. And then um, I hosted a tailgate wedding. <laughs> A wedding? Tell me a wedding. A wedding, yeah. Oh, I think I've seen that on your IG story. That's yeah. crazy. So me and my friend Karen, we were asked to put on a tailgate wedding. And I was like, yeah, like I'm totally down for a challenge. And these, um, these, this couple, Dean and Sandy, they met as a result of the Dolphins. And they're like Dolphin diehards. And so it was like so special. We threw it That's down at the East cool. 12. And um, the Dolphins came out, like I had asked if they could come and like, you know, bring TD out. And so that game was the return of TD. Hey, because of you. And then that game, they had t-shirt tosses. They had this and that. And so then everybody's like, oh my God, Dolph Freaky, save the fan base, <laughs> you know, all this stuff. Hey, sometimes you gotta, you gotta bring up the stuff so pot changes can come about. Yeah, 
and like if you have feelings about something that's going on say it because you i'm sure there's a million other people who oh, you know, sure. feel the same way and worst case scenario nothing happens but at least you spoke up that's true that's a, that's a life lesson right there for sure too yeah so then it was Dolphreaky saved the fan base and <laughs> now td came back and then so we were at the end of our losing streak and then we started winning and so then now they're like oh my god Dolphreaky saved the season <laughs> <laughs> that, that, so that's was, crazy like, odds of that happening it was very funny like just how it went and like i'm not sure like maybe the dolphins were planning to bring td back and do all of those things before nah, the rant anyway you get, but <laughs> you gotta take credit for the rant it's all you you brought dolphiggy back uh, dolphiggy brought him back <laughs> yeah it's it's funny so it was just like little things like that that happened like every year there was something yeah so. and you're not even doing it to like oh i'm gonna game followers doing this you genuinely like the dolphins and this is just happening off your emotions you're like i'm doing this i love them yeah. and then this is what happens I just like I feel like as a fan I want to influence what happens with my team. I want them to win and I want them to know how the fans feel. So if I'm a voice for what the fans are feeling, like I'm happy to do that. <laughs> 100%. And Finlenser. What is it again? Finlenser? I can't even say fin it. <laughs> Finfluencer. Oh, Finfluencer. Finfluencer. That's 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 cool. That's, that's what's up cuz yeah. I'm gonna say, like it's crazy cuz like even when we had like down times it's so random. I like three friends who are Dolphins friends because fans because they're not around here. Yeah. Like I have like two of my friends. One lives in Boston. One's from Providence. And then I have like if I'm just, like, really bad or really good, I'll randomly message you on DM and then we'll talk for a little bit. It's like damn, what what the hell we suck? I remember talking last year after like maybe like the seventh loss, and I'm like, what the hell is going on here? Yeah. And we said a quick back and forth, and it's just like genuine conversation about the Dolphins, and it's like, all right, I can tell when someone like genuinely cares. No one else is doing this. Like. Yeah, I, I'm that fan. Like my friends, some of my friends don't even watch games with me because they're like, "F, you guess you're crazy." Yeah, that's. <laughs> I get that. That's I'm that guy. Me too. Like my my father is the reason that I'm a fan to begin with, and he won't even go with me to the game now because, <laughs> like, the experience when you go with me is very overwhelming. Like you do <sighs> need to stop and wait for me to take this picture with this person and like all these things. And my dad's like, I am not going with you anymore. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm psych psychotic with the Dolphins and Celtics. Mm -hmm. I went to a game. I'm not sure if you're a basketball fan, but I went to no. game three of the Celtics game finals, losing my mind. Luckily we won, we lost the series, but during that game I was going nuts. So like, I can't even imagine my heart rate. If we make the Super Bowl. I might die. Wow. I might it, die. It feels weird to be in a place now where there's so much hype about the Dolphins and they're like, this could be the year. This could be the year. We could make the playoffs and I would be very, very happy with that. But this is a year like we could go all the way and like it, to feel that and to think, what would that be like? Oh I have, my God. I'm not prepared. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. I have, I'm what, I don't give a shit what the ticket cost is. I'm at that Super Bowl. First of all, I'm at every playoff game. I'm at the Super Bowl. I'm putting up in my house. I don't care. I'm there. There's yeah. no way I'm not there. My boy is a Rams fan, and he went to the Super Bowl this year, and he's like, there's no nothing like it. He's like, literally, I don't have no regrets how much money I spent. I don't give a shit. It was the best money of my life. I told my husband, I'm like, I will sell the house. Like, I will sell the car. <laughs> like, I don't care because, like, I would literally sell everything in my dolphin room to be able to go because that is ultimately the thing that I've longed for my entire life. Like, yeah. I'm a, like young fan i've never seen us really be good you know you too like yeah we're suffering worse <laughs> we've had what made the playoffs twice twice since like probably like like three times since i've been born 
Yeah. So it's like, jeez, <laughs> it's like, what the hell? Like, meanwhile, yeah. New England fans are spoiled over here, and it's like I'm surrounded by all these. And it's they're tough. so they're spoiled so tough. rotten. It's the worst. It's the worst. Like, and and now I can't. Like, I've had a full conversation about like us maybe making the Super Bowl, which is I would say maybe it's, maybe it's like a stretch. I don't know, but I'm definitely thinking playoffs for sure. Oh yeah. But depend how we click, we could. But then still dealing with the Patriot fans over here, like all oh, yours being that typical Dolphins fan. It's like, dude, shut up, yep. shut up. Just dealing with the typical haters, but. We're you always going to be defined by oh. the past until we change, you know, the direction that we're going in. And so oh. I'm like, please let this be the year because I, I stress myself. Like <laughs> I like the person that I am in the beginning of the season is not the same person I am at the end of the season. At the end of the season, I'm like wiped out. Like I've given my heart and soul to every, every I minute mean, of everything. Yeah. Dolphins, like the especially every break, season everything how i feel like we're always good on paper and the season comes something happens and i'm like god damn like last year i thought no. i thought it was a season again i'm over here being cocky i'm like no nah, we're gonna we're gonna make the playoffs and then it doesn't happen i'm like damn nobody shit again. That. like the, that roller coaster season last year nobody saw that happening at all losses wins and then oh, just missed the playoffs like that was too much for me <laughs> the worst the worst and then, that was damaging yeah, to, for me too then i'm over here oh nah jacoby's gonna be good he's a good backup to what gets hurt i'm like god damn it this guy sucks he's <laughs> terrible he's like, terrible, yeah, terrible. two was better with a broken finger i'm like god damn this guy was awful so it like, just means we're good fans though that we believe that you know anybody can <sighs> Yeah, I don't. I don't bet. Like I don't gamble at all. Mm-hmm. And I'm over here taking bets. With my friends or Dolphins, who are Patriot fans, I'm like, nah, we're gonna have a better record than you guys this year. I'm a nice guy. I, I end up paying. I'm like, god damn it. I was all cocky. I'm over here thinking we're making over the playoffs over the Patriots, and then, well, yeah. at least they got blown out. But whatever. The most devastating game last year for me was the the Tennessee game. Oh. Where- <laughs> oh. It hurts so I bad. Knew that was gonna happen. I knew mm-hmm. Tannehill was gonna beat us. Yeah. That's the. I was actually coming back from a trip. I don't. Oh, I was in, I was coming back from Italy. I paid for a Wi-Fi to watch the game, and I was just devastated on the plane. I'm like, I knew. Yeah. I knew Tannehill was gonna do this. This douche. Yeah, and, I was physically there in the snow, like the sleet, and I'm like. You know, I'm from Pennsylvania originally, but I'm conditioned for Florida. And oh, so I'm sure at this point, yeah. <laughs> it was tough having to sit there and having freezing rain and being soaked all the way through and get, you know, get feet 45 to whatever. Wait, was that game in Miami or in Tennessee? No, it was in Tennessee, and it was all oh. like, it was so devastating. Oh. And then, like, we needed that win so bad to, like, make the playoffs, and then they didn't make it happen. And it was just, <laughs> we had such worst. a good time. Like, it's, it's great because the tailgates that we put on, are so much fun that like that helps a little bit <laughs> wait so so getting back we're all over the place like i said it's a, this is an interview we saw here free flowing which is cool i like i could talk forever so watch um, out <laughs> me too I, I have 55 episodes in this podcast i'm good at hosting so back to this tailgating stuff so i was waiting to announce this with you um i actually just became a season ticket holder this year yes congratulations hey, thank you thank you yeah i seen um i don't know who i think it was maybe omar maybe it was omar retweeted it he was like oh season tickets are about to sell out for the first time in franchise history and i'm like and they what did. yeah i'm like what this was two weeks ago and i'm like you know what 
Cause I know in the Patriots over here, I have a bunch of friends who try to be on the season ticket list, and they're like, "Dude, they're I was waitlisted forever." I, I know. I heard it's was, like a fifty-year wait. <laughs> yeah, my friend was waitlisted for twenty-five years. He just got approved this year, and he's like, "Great, the year we suck." Yeah, <laughs> no, I, I was thinking that probably does suck to finally get through. <laughs> yeah. And like, okay, nobody's talking about them. exactly. That's why I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna get in because I'm a huge Dallas fan anyway. I go to Miami pretty often. I'm like, you know what? It's worth it. It's worth. I can sell tickets. The games I'm not going to. Yeah. I can sell them. I was thinking literally of you because I'm like I can tag her and she'll retweet it. Or yeah. someone buy for Dolphins fans. Yeah. So um, I'm I'm gonna go to week one, maybe week two, maybe against the Bills too. But definitely Patriots. Definitely the Browns game, and I think I'm gonna go to the Steelers game. So someone like new like me. So how are you introducing people into the community? Where can they go for tailgating? Where can they find this information at? What should they expect going to it? Kind of a loaded question right there, but I feel like it all goes one to the same. So oh, yeah. what do you say about someone like me or anybody like me buying new season tickets this year? So, uh, I mean, the most direct way to get information from me is just to send a DM, you know, through Instagram or Twitter or whatever. Um, but there are a lot of resources. So uh, believe it or not, the Dolphins website is a great resource. And for some reason, people just like don't use it. And I'm like, all the information about parking is there and like, you know, all the maps and like, so you can find the tailgates and all that stuff is there. But um, I do have a friend, Ashley, who has a website and she made the website specifically to help fans, you know, find where they need to go if they want to come to Miami for a game. And so it's um, 305sportsbabe.com. And so she has a whole section. She asks, you know, my advice and a lot of other people's advice for like their top hotels, um, best tailgating places, which in my opinion is East 12. <laughs> That's <laughs> because, what I was going to ask though, because, yeah. you know, I've been to a bunch of Patriots. I've been to a bunch of football games in general. Um, I will say the best experience I ever had for NFL got to be the Saints game. I went to Saints. Uh, I went to two Saints games, but I went last year for Halloween. It was a dope experience. Like the fans are so chaotic there, and I hope Miami gets to that point because I've been to a bunch of yeah. games in Miami, and it's never like that. Like you said, like so many empty seats when I've been there because it's been rough for such a long time. But hopefully now with the season tickets selling out, it's different. But point of that yeah. being said is, you know, I've been to a bunch of games, and there's never like where is this one spot where like fans can gather together who don't know each other. Where's gonna be like the good spot? Because you said the Dolphins website has it but it's like are they giving like the good details or is it giving like random ones where they pay like hundreds or two hundred dollars to go into like is there like a secret spot to go like you said east 12 is that the secret spot i'm assuming yeah that's my secret spot because that's <laughs> where that's the tailgate that brought me into the fold hmm. when i was like a new fan visiting miami and didn't know where to go and I was like just captivated by the people there. They were so welcoming and they were just like, yeah, here's a drink. Here's some food. Like, come sit down. That's what's come up. talk. We have a DJ. We dance. We do all kinds of things out there. And so I, I was like, well, I belong here because I want to do the same thing for other fans. So if you are, you know, looking for a tailgate, East 12 is a great place to start. And obviously there's amazing tailgates all around the stadium. Um, I know there's like this battle between East side, West side and like West side. Oh, really? No, we throw the best tailgate <laughs> and the East is like, no, we do. But anyway, you can, you can find, you know, a lot of cool tailgates. And I actually, I like to walk through the aisles and like see what people are doing. Cause it, they're, they're all so different, but ours is more of like where you can find like the known fans that you see like mm. in the media and like people like Chucky and Stripe and like people from the deep end. So, you know, a lot of those, a lot of people like to start there because it's a place to meet like people that you might recognize. 
and you know everybody who comes through is like instantly family and we like have a lot of alcohol flowing and we just have like <laughs> yeah, so much good. fun and it's it's really really fun and so this year we have a lot of different things going on i have some friends who are, are putting together um like a partnership with a uh, a vodka company i don't want to like that's say dope. too much that's their thing but they um, are, you know, doing that. So it'll be like a $25, like you can eat and drink thing there. Um, but just be at East 12 at East 12. Oh, yeah, nice. that's a new thing we're starting this year. And um, just behind us is East 32. And they are actually with tailgreeter.com. And tailgreeter is like a place you can go to like buy into the tailgate. And that's all you can eat and drink. But it's like, I think it's like $50, if I'm not mistaken. Um, but they do an amazing thing. So, like, I love that they're part of our row because we can just, like, walk up and back and forth and, you know, get to see everybody. So, East 12 is, like, East Block 12? Yes. It's orange. I don't know if there's, like, some sneaky, like, weird thing. Because, like, in New Orleans, yeah. it's, like, the weirdest numbering system over there. So Yeah. It's, it's an orange, um, orange parking lot. Um, and so if you're coming off of the turnpike, it's like immediately to the right hand side. Uh, I don't know exactly the entrance number. I should probably know that, but I don't because <laughs> I just know right where to go. Um, but yeah, like typically parking is very, very limited in there. So a lot of people will park in yellow across the street and then just walk over to East 12 and like hang out. But it's really fun. And we like a lot of like your go getter kind of fans, like the people who run the clubs, like the fan clubs, you know, all over the country are there. And, you know, a lot of our like fan leaders. So they're they're all great, great resource. But, yeah, feel free to just message me if you you know need something. I'm constantly going through my messages and trying to get everybody like where they need. So no, for sure. Yeah. So reach out to Dolphrig if you ever go to Miami or yeah. Miami. And do you guys do like tailgates at other like away games as well? Yes. Oh, my God. <laughs> so, so we you, have so many. Are you those? No, thank God. <laughs> so typically that falls on the responsibility of the local club. So, like, for instance, Baltimore. Like, I am traveling to Baltimore, Ooh, Chicago. That's going to be a – Baltimore is going to be a – going to be a rowdy one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so um, Stephen Daniels um, from Miami Sports Music, he lives in Baltimore or in Maryland. So he oh, is nice. putting together a big – tailgate and that's also through tailgreeter.com so tailgreeter.com is a good resource for tailgates all over not just dolphins but any team so, oh really i didn't know that yeah it's awesome they they do a lot of good um tailgates and so um that the local fan clubs there, like kind of like in virginia and maryland they are all kind of putting together that sort of thing and so um, Baltimore is going to be really, really fun. And we do try to have an organized tailgate. We try to like bring East 12, like wherever, wherever That's we're cool. going. Yeah. And so like out in California, the clubs will take care of those games. So, um, there's always things going on and I do try to post as much of that as I can, like on my Instagram stories, just to try to keep everybody in the know, like, Hey, if you're looking for a party or you're looking for like a watch party, you know, like watch parties, especially, um, cause I run Southwest Florida, southwest florida dolphin club here um, hey. and, yeah so we have watch parties for away games because most of us do go to the home games um but like there's fan clubs all over the country so there's plenty of resources well that's cool yeah like i said i didn't know that like i don't know i guess i just didn't like when i go to like a, I went to a jets miami game two years ago mm -hmm. and i don't know i was just walking around the stadium and i was like oh like it's different when you're like by yourself or like just with your friend going to a game. You don't know where to go. You don't want to just run up to someone's tailgate 
because you know yeah. you just want to be that guy i'm sure some people are but i'm not that guy so it's cool to know these resources now i'm sure a lot of people it's definitely helpful mm -hmm. for them as well oh yeah there, there's definitely resources and yeah of course definitely some tailgates are more welcoming than others but you won't find a more welcoming tailgate than east 12. hey i'm sure i can't wait to uh, see week one i'm definitely i'm 100 gonna be there yes do come through so that's an important thing too so i'm doing a food drive um i just recently started my own nonprofit charity dolfreaky's friends incorporated so we're doing a food drive that right game here. so come through bring some canned goods it's also a cat food drive so bring some cat food. oh nice nice yeah um so what gets you started what got you started doing that what was the ambition behind that yeah so i was inspired by a lot of the charities from different nfl teams so you know, for example, like the Raiders fan base, they do a lot for charity. They do a lot of like awareness campaigns for suicide awareness and things like that. And I was just like, you know, I have this platform and, you know, I don't I, I don't want to take this for granted, you know, and I want to do something to help the community. And so um, there were different, you know, charities that kind of started within the fan base, um, one of them being the Positive Porpoise. And they were a big inspiration. They kind of like used raffles to collect money and um, you know, donated a lot to charity and stuff. So I was like, what can I do that's different? Um, mm. And it doesn't require cool. a lot of money. So I just came up with the idea for more of like a community service type of charity where we, you know, do food drives and just, you know, collect donations. I want to do clothing drives, toy drives, you know, all that sort of thing. And then I also want to do like highway cleanups and beach cleanups and, you know, just things to serve the community and like, you know, visit children in hospitals and those sorts of things. Things that that's, we can just bring our spirit out to the community. Uh, so that's 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 awesome. How do you are you close to any like the players where they can come up and help you? Like, I'm not sure anybody in the team like they'll come up and help you visit a kid in the hospital or do anything along those lines as well. Yeah, that's something that I'm working on. And a lot of our former players, they already have their charities. And so that's a good opportunity for me to kind of collaborate. Um, awesome. So I'll be having all of those discussions. I'm just starting out. Um, so the food drive is like my first endeavor. Um, oh, I just nice. finally got the website up and running. So it's dollfreakiesfriends.org. Um, and, you know, there's just a lot of my ideas that, you know, that I want to do. And I just think with this fan base and like, there's a lot of people in my area, especially in Southwest Florida and, you know, South Florida in general, like we could really organize some really cool groups to go out I'm and sure. do things, you know, and it'll be fun and it'll be helpful. And, you know, just kind of show like dolphin fans are more than just dolphin fans. Of course, more than psychotic dolphins fans like yeah. me and you. <laughs> more than just a starving fan base. <laughs> <laughs> Hoping for a playoff win, God. Yeah. Or appearance, at least. I think I'll take. Oh well, no, nah, I'll take a win. I don't care about the appearance. I want to win. We're gonna make the playoffs. Yes, please. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, so I was gonna say. So, what even got you? What was the transition from Pennsylvania to uh, Florida in the first place? How'd you end up there? <laughs> of course. <laughs> It was, I wanted to be, you know, I wanted to be within driving distance of the dolphins. Really? Like, that's, that's the main reason? <laughs> yeah. That's crazy. That that's cool. Is. That's what's up. And I fell in love with Florida just having visited my entire childhood. And I had family down here and I was just like, I need like the weather. Back in like, I was living in Philadelphia for pharmacy school and it was just dreadful. And everyone was oh, so upset yeah. all the time and mad and angry and <laughs> honking. And just, I'm like, I just need to go somewhere where it's more chill. And so... I told my husband, I'm like, we got to move. Like, I got to I got to get to South Florida. I need to be like in the culture and I need to have season tickets. And I just want to be as active in the community as I can. And he you know, he didn't 
want to, <laughs> he didn't want to come. Yeah, right? I, thought, I thought you were taking like an eye. He's like, nah, I'm not going. No, so like a lot of people don't realize like my husband's not a football fan at all. Like people I, I think was, he made me this way. <laughs> You're like, no, I'm trying to get him to be a Dobbins fan. He won't budge. He's he's very, very supportive of it. He he comes to the games and he also watches the kids if I need to come to the game and we don't have somebody to, you know, to watch the kids and stuff. So, you know, all of that I appreciate so much. And he knows like this is my thing and it's my passion and you know, he's very supportive of it. And he, he comes, like, he reps the Dolphins. Like, aye, he, aye. he doesn't have any other team. You know, it's just that he, when we met, he was a clean slate. <laughs> hey, you got you to gotta corrupt him at that point. Like, my brother, I corrupted my brother. Mm-hmm. Everyone's like, he's, he's a, he plays football and blah, 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 but he doesn't really watch games. Mm-hmm. So when people ask him, like, what are, fan are you? He's like, I guess I'm a Dolphins fan because of Effie. So it's like, yeah. I'll take it. I'll take it. That's good. So, yeah, yeah so, anybody who's a blank slate needs to be converted immediately. Converted quickly, <laughs> quickly. Mm-hmm. So what's like, that's crazy. So the dana- dynamic usually is the guy has that man cave. The guy is getting yelled at for buying too much stuff. Yeah. Is that the the, rever- the roles are reversed for you? Is he like, come on, Allie. And, and other, another one, another one. Like, yeah. Where else are you going to put it? Is that the dynamic there with you guys? That is definitely the dynamic. And honestly, <laughs> he knows that if it has a Dolphins logo on it, I'm going to buy it. So, you know, half the time he just buys it. <laughs> but he knows I'm, I'm a little bit out of control. Like, it, it's getting to the point now where there's not a whole lot more that I can dolphinize in this house. Like, I'm sure you can. <laughs> I, got, I got faith in you. You can do it. <laughs> I have tried to limit the Dolphin memorabilia to this particular room. Um, but that means now you need a bigger room. Yeah, and it's <laughs> it's now carried over onto my car, and <laughs> so he just your, like your work office, you got it everywhere. Yeah, so, and like this is my little podcasting area. <laughs> hey, nice. Yeah, I like the, I like the area for sure. It's, it's yeah. dope. Um, so what is like the most? If you had to, maybe two or three. What's the most absurd like items you have? You just like maybe even look at it and you're like, why did I get this? I have a lot of weird stuff like <laughs> a lot of the stuff that i have in here i wish i can show you but my like thing is attached um a lot of the stuff is stuff that i've collected or made um so like actually like a lot of the stuff that's behind me and like i was trying to show you some of this oh i like that one up there like i have flags from like all the different fan clubs i'm always oh, that's collecting cool. more and more um so this is what's kind of unique is my area where like all my wigs and my outfits and my shoes and all this stuff is there <laughs> are, are, those, are those kobe's up there top right no these are just like your generic sneakers mm. i'm um, a big sneaker person yeah these are like literally well there's a pair of nikes up there but like they're kind of just like any sort of um like just dolphin colorways yeah and then I have all my hard hats because as a result of like the stop tanking thing, um, I was wearing a hard hat at the time with the team being under construction. <laughs> um, and so then the hard hat kind of became my thing and I just started collecting different hard hats. I've had um, my friend Christian has made me, I think two, you know, he's made three of those and I've, you know, bought some and made them my own. And so I like crafty things. Um, so a lot of the, the stuff that's in my room is stuff that I've made. That's cool. The freaky specific items. Um, and then I have like a lot of signed stuff now. I have like a Jalen Waddle football and, you know, I have like a lot of things that are like pretty typical, um, but just like a culmination of all the crap. <laughs> hey, there can never be enough stuff. 
That's what I, I mean, say. do you see Chris Baker, uh, Barker's room? His uh, stuff yeah. is wild. Yeah, so he actually, I, I did start a podcast. Um, it was like a year ago now. But I decided, like, the podcasting, like, it just was too much for me. And so, It's a lot. It's a lot. Yeah, I props to you because it is really hard to, like, organize everything and to have the schedule to, like, do these live things and get guests of quality and all that stuff. Yeah, and so I did one episode, and I had him on my podcast, and he showed off his his room. I just had him sending in, send in a video because you will never find more signatures in one place no way. than that guy. Then that guy's <laughs> stuff is nuts. It's like yeah. When I first talked to him, I'm like, "What? How many signatures you have?" And he's just mm-hmm. going over everything. I'm like, "That is everybody knows him." He's like he's like ultimate VIP. I'm like Is that every game? Yeah, every, every game, game. Every game. Home away, away yeah. preseason, everything. Mm-hmm. Middle, fifth yep. yard line, front row. I'm like, damn. Like I was like, I thought I was a fan until I met him. And I'm like, No, he's the wow. definition of a super fan. Yes, and ultimate. Car- his mom Carol too. They go She's everywhere so nice, together. Yeah. And like you will always see them on TV. Everywhere. And like they are always front and center there. They know like a lot of the players and yeah, it's pretty awesome. Yeah, I remember one time, I, I, I honestly can't remember who it is, but someone was going to, like, walk by him, and the other player was like, no, you can't. Like, you got to go sign his thing. There, yeah. He was like, I think it was, like, a rookie. I can't recall. He was like, why? He's like, dude, just do it. Like, you yeah. you can't skip him. And they're like, <laughs> he's like, oh, all right. He skipped everybody else except for Chris. Yeah, his helmets are, like, full. Like, you won't find an open spot on these helmets, and there's so much, you know. He actually donated one last year to um, somebody who was recovering from COVID and having, oh, like, no. a really hard time. And I was like, Chris, like, do you know how we can get, like, this, you know, he just, like, wanted a signed jersey or, like, a football. And he's like, I'm going to send him one of my helmets. And I was like, wow. That's awesome. <laughs> that's that's awesome. Yeah. That's, that's, that's super dope. Mm-hmm. Um, if you had to, yeah, the crazy stuff, what is your favorite piece of memorabilia do you have in your women cave that's a that's a hard question i'm gonna say it's the stop tanking sign (laughs) because nobody else has that and it's it's a recognizable piece and it's something that kind of defined me for a little bit and it's still a relevant controversy supposedly so i like that back yes back won't won't leave us alone yeah Uh, people hitting me up i get like annoyed when people are like so what's going on why'd you guys get your picks taken away i'm like dude shut up I'm like, everyone yeah. does it. Everyone does it. God damn it. Patients do it the all the time. Everyone does it. <laughs> the day that I, I was in the gym when I was sitting there in, in the locker room and that I was actually trying to enroll my new team for the Dolphin Cancer Challenge. And I was like, yes, this is going to be so exciting. We have this <laughs> so new positive. team. And then, boom, this thing comes on my phone. And I'm like, I literally was in the locker room. I'm like, what? <laughs> what are we getting the picks taken away for was it the tanking what like what was it they didn't know at first it was very yeah, vague kind of and that's then, tampering because like all right more details came out and and I, and I was like you know i was like in one of those moments where i'm like there's not enough information people expect me to like make a statement or something yeah and i'm on twitter and i'm like i'll make a statement on this later and then i decided <laughs> i'm not making a statement about it at all so what's all freaky saying <laughs> Yeah, like what is Dolphin? And they come in my DMs and they're like, "Oh, what do you think? What do you think?" And yeah. I'm like, "I think we're gonna be fine, regardless." I'm annoyed yeah. by it, but at the same time, I actually gained back a little bit more respect from Stephen Ross because he did everything he could to try to win. You know, like that. That's the thing. It's like you know what you can say whatever. Like people's like, "Oh, he's incompetent owner and stuff like that." But like, at the end of the day, one, everyone's doing it. Two, 
at least he's trying. Sean Payton and Tom Brady say if we got them, all right, then what are you going to say? We yeah, wouldn't know no, what he, he did to get them, but like if we got Sean Payton and Tom Brady, mm-hmm. and he showed like he could win still at that point, like we said earlier. So, you know, at least he's trying. I'm sure other people are doing the same exact shit. They just haven't got caught. So it's like, yep. you know what? Thanks, I'll Coach take Flo. it. Yeah, yeah. Coach Flo, a whistleblower. Like seriously, <laughs> like trying to screw us over for the oh future. Oh my but god! I can't imagine that that Steelers game. It's gonna be bad. I, I, you're like I know I'm gonna be leading it. <laughs> he might, he might want to be concerned for his safety. <laughs> there might be food fights. <laughs> <laughs> he might be in the press box. Yeah. That'd be smart for me, him and the him being in the press box. I mean, he's an assistant linebackers coach. Do you really need to be out there? Yeah. But I mean, I don't know. But either way, I mean, I have nothing to like. I liked him as a coach. I mean, I just didn't. Oh, yeah. I mean, but that is like, come on, man. I maybe know, that's the Dallas, Dallas fan in me being like, come on, bro. But I'm just, it's a, it's a sticky situation. Wanting, yeah. Yeah. Like he wanted Justice to do the right and, thing. And I, I get it. You know, I, I do, especially because he feels that he was unfairly treated. No, for sure. Um, you know, I do. I, I understand. So I'm not mad at it. Mm. You know, I understand we did have to be punished for the for sure. And it was nice, you know, honestly, that like a lot of that money came out of Steven Ross's pocket, you know, like. No, like, for sure. You know, that's your punishment. You deal with it. But at the same time, I'm like, well, it would have been nice to have those picks and not, like, get caught. Yeah. No, <laughs> facts. <laughs> I mean, do you think that was a chess move at Belichick? I don't know. I've seen it's like, Belichick's probably happy now. He's like, yeah, he got his uh, form. He got his rival two picks taken away. Just over at text. I'm like, God, I hate that man. <laughs> that could have been a that could have been a chess move. I don't know. I can't even hate if it was. I mean, that was smart on his part if it no, was. No. I know, oh, but no there's douche. a lot of politics and a lot of things that go into football behind the scenes that we don't know. And, like, I don't know. Like, I'm just a fan. Like, I'm sitting here reading the same news as everybody <laughs> else and, like, making opinions on what I read, yeah. you know? So it's it's hard. Like, I and I honestly, I think we're in, like, a good enough position this year where, you know, those those two picks won't be, you know, super detrimental. Yeah. I mean, that'd be a straight um, blank in his name. Adam... Shame. The tight end. Yo, Shaheen. Yeah, Shaheen. Shaheen, Shaheen. I liked him, though, but I mean, I feel that was a move because of what happened. That was definitely a domino effect move. To try but to get back some of the some of the picks. Capital, yeah, I, yeah, I get that, too. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, so what are your expectations for this season? I mean, kind of went over ready, but like, if you had to, if you're a betting woman, if you're in Vegas, you're putting the odds together, what would you think our record would and will, well, will be this season? So I went through it. And I looked at the schedule and, you know, I did this actually on a podcast. We all kind of like picked it apart. And I think we're going to go 13 and four. And I'm always Mm. optimistic, you know. And so I can't see us being any worse than 12 and five with this schedule with, you know, what we know now. So who Um, would be the the four losses? I'm assuming a Bills. (laughs) I got to get my list. Hold on. (laughs) One, two. Okay. So I think we're going to lose in Baltimore. And at Cincinnati. Baltimore owns us. It's so annoying. It is so <laughs> annoying. Ugh. Always beating us for the wild cards. Yes. Pisses yeah. me off. It was nice to beat them at home last year in the night game. That was one of my favorite games last year. It was yeah, the so tour return game. Hot. Yeah, it was, it, you know, that was fun. And, like, that was, like, a salute to service game, I think. And so... That's always fun. I, I love a night game. I cannot wait for the Steelers night game. That's going to be awesome. It has me nuts. 
Um, so at Cincinnati, I think it's tough, like having to travel there and having them coming fresh off a Super Bowl. So that's tricky. Um, and then I think the Chargers will give us trouble, and I think we'll have trouble in Buffalo. I was going to say, you're being real bold if you think we're sweeping Buffalo. No. Yeah, Buffalo's going to be tough. Yeah. Buffalo's going to be nice this year. I mean, I mean they're, just, they're, they're the favorites right now. So, I mean, it, it's going to be tough for them, but I think we're going to be competitive with them, though. I mean, the I AFC West, so. they're going to cancel each other out. Everyone keeps talking about them, but they've each all each other twice. So, mm-hmm. one, they're canceling each other out. They have to be. There's no way they can all be good. It's, like, impossible. Yeah. And I'm, I'm fine if, you know, it comes down to, like, either the Bills or the Dolphins taking the AFC East and then one getting the wild card. Like, as long as we get into the yeah, playoffs, like, we need to get bust through that door because we haven't been able to. And, you know, Facts. that's the first step. And then we can deal with winning after. 100%. So the last time when we faced both, we faced Baltimore. Or, you know, we faced Pittsburgh in that uh, our last playoff appearance. Do you guys travel together too? Like, were you at that game, or like, I guess being question being, say if we were wild card this year, you think we're all gonna be traveling together to whoever so. place it would be? I hope so. I, I was like, oh man, like if we make it to the playoffs, this because this is gonna cost me a lot of money. <laughs> it's gonna you be go tough. Every game, every game you go into. I, I want to be there. Like, and I know I do have a responsibility to my fan club, you know, and to be there. And so it's hard for me to be everywhere at once, but I know my club would also be down to travel. So no, <laughs> I'm planning good. to be wherever we need to be. And hey. yeah, like I, so the Steelers game, um, I was not there. And I actually made the mistake of going to a Steelers bar <laughs> oh. to watch it. <laughs> On and, purpose? Or was it like by mistake? You walked uh, in, you're like, oh, shit, Pittsburgh fans. Somebody here organized for us to have, like, a room in that bar. Mm. So it would be, like, fun, you know, to have their fan club and ours and, like, have some, like, friendly banter back and, and forth. Until but it drinks wasn't. Get, yeah, until drinks <laughs> kick in and you're like, you motherfucker, going off. I was off. like, can we go home? I don't like this. <laughs> yeah, but it was their house, so I get it. <laughs> yeah, not for sure. Like, I, I've been, I mean, I go, and just, I don't give a shit. I'll wear Dolphin stuff, but like, going to Gillette here is a, it's such a mistake. It's like, people, like, they got drinks in them, they start talking nonsense, and you're like, dude, mm-hmm. relax, man. It's a game. Like, you really want to fight over this? And oh, yeah. I've it, had to break up my share of fights, like, down where I sit, we call it the deep end, and it gets very heated sometimes. There's a lot of um, alcohol flowing after the tailgate. And- yeah, it gets bad. I'm, especially yeah. with like, dolphin heartbreaks after a while, you're like, God damn, and emotions are going around everywhere. It's, yeah, it and we make ourselves a target, you know, like, especially <laughs> like if you're like Dolph Freaky and you're like, you know, wearing this, and they're yeah. like, I'm going to go heckle that one, and then they find me, and then they want to talk shit to me, and I'm like, oh, no, I'm not doing that. I'm the, <laughs> you're not doing it, or are you, you going back and forth, though? You're like, yeah, I'm not the one. You don't want to You don't want to start. You don't want to start. <laughs> you don't want to hear what I have to say. I'm not going to punch you in your face, but I will punch you with words. Verbally. You're verbally going at them. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but I am a pacifist, so I just want everyone like to remember it is a game. Yeah, and, like, of course. You know, we don't need to have fans getting violent out there and like making a fool of our fan base. You know, if Dolphin fans get videotaped like beating up Jets fans, like it's not a very good you know look for us. And we'll be the ones too. It'll be all over ESPN. Look oh, at these yeah. Dolphins fans. Like, all right, like every other like, team, it's the worst. But we get criticized by the media all the time. Yep. It's so we're high drama, and they they love to hate us. I don't know why. Like even Tua's still getting it. Tua's still getting it. It's like, dude, what does he have to do? 
there's so many like practice videos of him throwing the deep ball. It's like, how, what is this narrative? They can't throw the deep ball. Doesn't make sense. I know. And then it's like, and it's like, oh, Mac Jones, so good. And it's like, dude, what? All right, if I'm being like realistic, realistically humble, if I'm like comparing them all, I think Jalen Hurts, Mac, and Tua are all the same level right now. They mm-hmm. all haven't proven anything. They mm-hmm. all kind of like improve it years. Definitely Jalen is. Definitely Mac is. Especially like he had a pretty good season last year. Perfect system for Mac. The two obviously we all know Tua stuff. Wrong system. Flores don't like him. Freaking fits the whole everything against Tua. His hip, yeah. everything. Agreed. But, yeah. The, all being said, they're all on the same level. So when people are like, "Oh, Mac's so good. Mac's doing this. Mac's jacked." Mac isn't jacked. They have a picture of him wearing a gray sweat shirt. It looks exactly the damn same. But it's like that narrative where it's like Mac is so good, Mac does nothing wrong. And then it's like, Tua sucks. You can't throw a deep ball. It's like, I don't get it. The fans and the media create those narratives. Like, when you really look at it, like, everybody needs to, like, formulate their own non-biased opinion. And, like, honestly, just with Tua, like you said, poor Tua has been set up to fail (laughs) up up until now where he finally have – a fresh slate for him, a new, very motivated coach, you know, very offensively minded. And then also we have huge weapons for him now. And like Waddle's in his prime and, and Tyreek is ready to freaking go. Gasicki's good. Gasicki. Oh my I God. Mean, the new run game we have. Like, I just think now there's, okay. Like people are saying, well, like everyone's saying no excuses for Tua now, but yeah, no, like, not that he's ever made excuses for himself, but Dolphin mm. Nation has made a lot of excuses for why, you know, why he's not yeah. um, where he needs to be. And so I will defend to a till the end, you know, because uh, he's my quarterback. How, how, hey, you <laughs> pulled the pull the TL right there. How are you feeling about Cocky Tua? You liking Cocky Tua? Sassy Tua in the media? Yeah, I like it. <laughs> I like it a lot too. I think it should be a little bit more like. You guys want to be on my ass? I'll be a little bit more cocky, too. I'm loving they it. I think like, I can't throw the deep ball. Yeah, well, let's I, see. <laughs> I love that one. He's like, I don't know. It was, it was nice. It was right in the pocket. And I'm like, bro, keep doing that. Keep doing yes, that, bro. Yes. yes. Give them a little fire. Exactly. Did you see, like, this Twitter thing from the other day that I accidentally started, but it wasn't my fault? <laughs> Maybe. Um, I, mean, I see a lot. I see, like, I'm on Dolphin Twitter nonstop, so I've more than likely seen it. So did you see the middle finger to a picture? Yeah, yeah. Okay, well, that was my photo, but <laughs> it wasn't my photo. They cropped Thought out his crop finger, it. Mm. and it, it was him, like, kind of giving, like, a peace sign to the fans, like, hey, thanks, you know, like, that kind of thing. And somebody, somebody, I'm not going to say who, because we all a know fan. <laughs> He calls himself the king of Finland. Finland. Uh, I, I, that dude always pops up on my Twitter. Always. Shots yeah, mine fired. too. I was yeah. just saying, because I literally, like, unfollowed him as a result of this because I was so mad, and he's still showing up on my Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> you got to block him. You got to block him. Yeah, like, he's like, yes, this is true, this is true, this is true. And I'm like, no, this is not true. This is fake news. Yes. I literally took that picture with my cell phone, and there was no heckling. There was no issues. He was being very well received. Everyone was dying to touch him and, like, have him sign yeah. and all of this stuff. And I'm like... To create a damaging narrative about somebody like that is like, whoa. Especially and when so, he started getting his like narrative turn around finally. It's like, dude, you really gonna start this up again? And then we have so-called fans like yeah. doing this. And so I got mad. <laughs> I got mad on Twitter, but then I decided to forgive him. Mm. I was about to say, because King of Finland, you would think he's a Dolphins fan. Yeah. His whole the, thing is like, I'm the king, you know. Yeah. 
You're like, Are you the mm-hmm. king of controversy? <laughs> <laughs> That's you're hilarious. Watching, <laughs> I don't know if he's watching or not, but anyway. Oh, so, I'm sure he is. You're the influencer, so I'm sure, I'm sure you got everybody here watching. They're <laughs> like, oh my God, it's all freaky. He like took your picture and he changed it. You got to call him out. And I'm like, yes, I'm on it. <laughs> <laughs> the verbal controversy. I'll get at you real quick. Yeah, and I usually, like I said, I try to keep the peace, but if something's wrong, I'm going to call it out. <laughs> Is that the same day that you posted that uh, to a dubbed you? Yes, that was the same, it was the same post. Yeah. It wasn't his fault, by the way, and I don't have any hard feelings. It was just a joke. But, um, so, like, I was in, like, the VIP tent yeah. thing, and, like, I realized it, it started raining after practice, and I realized, okay, the players are going inside. They're not coming to us. So I was, like, I told my husband, I'm, like, I got to run across this, you know, the other side because um, where, like, the family and friends tent is, is, like, that's where they sign. And I saw Tua over there. I'm, like, I got to go. So I took my little my little football, and I, and I go over there. <laughs> And I have my marker, and I'm like, Tua, Tua, like, hi, it's me, Dal Freaky. <laughs> <laughs> he probably follows you. He's probably like, oh, I know who you are. He's like, nope. He just kept <laughs> going. And granted, like, okay, like, there's a lot of little children in front, so please, yes, take care of the children. And you yeah, can tell of course. he was just surely exhausted from the practice and the heat and the rain and everything. And the media. And the media and the people screaming. He wanted to get the heck out of there. So yeah, he I'm didn't sure. do it on purpose. <laughs> have you met Tua before? No. No, I feel like no. I have this image. I just know everybody. Like everybody no. knows who you are. You're getting like you're like no. you're like Barker. Barker knows everybody. No, I don't. I don't like. I don't have access to the players like that. Um, you know, I have a few that like, like we've talked. Yeah. Um, but and like Tyreek, like I said hi. Tyreek seems cool. (laughs) Dude, Tyreek is jacked. Dude, I have the pictures to prove that he's jacked. He is humongous. I'm I'm in the gym now, like trying to get my biceps (laughs) like like Tyreek. And he's so fast and lean. Uh, up, up is nuts. Hey guys, great conversation with my girl, Dolph Freaky. Make sure to go follow her. All social medias, Dolph Freaky and everything. And guys, make sure you also follow me, ExploreFF, on all social medias. Because I'll be doing live streams during the games on EG Pot of Thunder, during Dolphins games, the games I'm not at, I'll be doing live streams. So let's interact, talk Dolphins. You know, I'm you know crazy fan. Um, I can't wait for the season. It's high expectations, and uh, hopefully Tua can exceed them. Because uh, have faith in the team this year, baby. Let's get it. The Penguin and the Cheetah. I'm excited. Make sure you go follow EG Pot of Thunder, TikTok, Instagram. Spotify, all podcast platforms, where there. Love the support, appreciate it, and uh, yeah, can't wait for the season. Uh, tune into those live streams because uh, it should be a good time. Can't wait for the season, and I'll see you guys at some home games too. I'll be at the Patriots, the Browns, and hopefully the Steelers game. So I'll be East Twelve with Dal Freaky. Make sure you go follow her for all the tailgate information, baby. Let's get it. Let's get back to our conversation with Dal Freaky. A perfect segue. So you want to be Jack? Cause I've seen your your journey. How did you begin to the fitness journey? Because yeah. I see you, you're going off in the gym, looking good. So how did that even go about? What was that like? Did something happen? Were you just like enough's <laughs> enough, or you start Tyreek yeah. Hill and you're like, you know what, I'm gonna be like Tyreek? Something definitely happened. I had kids and I had babies back to back, and so oh, along with nice. that came 25 pounds of weight with each one. And so then I got to the point where I was like exhausted all the time and I had two under two and I'm like 
trying to keep up with them and I just none of my fins clothes fit and I was like I don't want to yeah that's the worst like I don't want everybody to be like oh my god like what happened it's all freaky like she really just like lost control of herself and I like I that's not me like I've always you know I've always been lean I've always been somewhat athletic and I like I hated it um yeah because you've so, been you've been in the, the public eye set for what you said 20 years at this point yeah well since like 2009 I, I became a fan in like 2000 so mm. you know it didn't really get crazy until like more recently but yeah, it's like 11 years yeah. in the eye, so you're like in the back of your head you're like damn i can't have this image like yeah even I, don't, more on I don't it. want that image and then i just felt too because i actually i had a hernia in my stomach like above oh, my belly button and that was a result of the pregnancies and both of my kids were eight pounds and like on my Dang. stature i'm like five one and so they did some damage <laughs> internally <laughs> That's and crazy. i couldn't work out like i i had so much pain i like literally had this ball sticking out like above my belly button that i had to push in and then wrap with like an ab abdominal Damn. binder so I decided I was like, if I want to get fit, I have to have this surgery to fix the hernia. And then so then that took time to heal. And then eventually I was like, I'm going all in. Like now I have no excuses. I'm ready to go. And so then in the course so of one year. So are you like year, meal prepping? You're doing the whole shebang meal prepping. You're hitting mm -hmm. the gym. You're yeah. not cheating, not eating sugar. You're cutting all that stuff, all that stuff out. So right now, like I'm not really cutting at all, but like, cause I'm at a goal weight, you know, like I'm happy kind of where I nice. am now. I'm just trying to gain muscle and like lean out. But what I did to like lose a lot of the weight was lazy keto. And you know, a lot of people talk about, you know, keto and how like fast you can, you know, lose weight and stuff. And they're not joking at all. <laughs> it really uh, does. Like nice. It, if you're committed great. to it, if you're committed, you have to be. And so that's why it was more of like lazy keto was good for me because I could still have some of the things that I wanted. Like I could still have a little bit of ice cream at night and not mm. like be completely in starvation mode, but it was definitely calorie restriction. And then I got a gym membership and nice. then I fell Huge. in love with the gym. I like, I felt like I was a better me, you know, after I came out of there and I don't know why I had been waiting so long to do that, but we found a gym. We, we use Crunch Fitness and they have daycare, nice. you know, for the kids. And so like my husband and I, we just decided that's something that we're doing together. Oh, nice. And, well, especially great. good to have the motivation in the gym, have someone mm -hmm. with you and you're like pushing each yeah. other. It definitely brings you to the next level mm -hmm. for sure. Yeah. And then it got to the point where I was like cool to go by myself and I fell in love with like learning different exercises. And then also I will say like I started posting about it and the feedback that I got from other people, they were like, whoa, I can see the difference in your face and this and that. Like, keep going and all these things like that. all of that support that I had during that journey, like kept me going. Not for sure. That so. definitely like brings you like to like a next level when other people see because like seeing yourself yeah. every single day, you're just like, oh, am I even losing anything? Because mm -hmm. like last year, I lost long story, I lost like 22 pounds. I was never like huge, but I lost 22 pounds since last Labor Day. Mm -hmm. And uh, when people oh. see me, they're like, damn, you lost weight. And I'm like, damn, thanks. Like it feels yeah. better when other people notice because you're like, damn, am I seeing anything? I don't understand yeah. like, what the hell. So like that must feel good for you as well when other oh, people yeah. complimenting you. And I can keep up with my kids. I can run if I want to. I can go up the stairs without like huffing and puffing. And, like, <laughs> like, and my kids are a, like 45 pounds now and I can like lift them. You know oh, what I mean? Oh, hey. Good. <laughs> and you, 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 uh, you cycle too. Then I see you cycling, right? There's like a the dolphin event where people are cycling. Yeah. Like I don't really call myself a cyclist because I just 
do it like in preparation for the dolphin cancer challenge. Oh, nice. It's like the annual um, thing that the, it's actually the biggest NFL fundraiser oh, really? of all of the teams. That's cool. Um, and so that's, you know, a big fundraiser for University of Miami, Sylvester Cancer Center, and they do all kinds of cancer research. And so last year was actually my second DCC and I did the 35 mile ride and it was so hard. Like I, <laughs> I met my if you match go from zero to 35 miles. I cycle. If you go from zero to 35, you're going to be exhausted after. I was not prepared. Cause I was thinking, <laughs> okay, like just road terrain. Like yeah. they didn't tell me there was drawbridges that we had to go up. <laughs> that we yeah. were going <laughs> to, we were going to ride from the university of Miami to hard rock stadium. Sheesh. You must've been like, what I got myself into. And who, I did who, it. Who got, who got the icy hot? I was like hurting so bad. It was, like, <laughs> it was such a mental challenge. Like you're like at the point where like when you're not, you haven't really trained appropriately and stuff. Like you're like, oh my God, so, like do I have to quit? And I'm like, no, yeah. I'm not quitting. <laughs> your thighs were probably on fire. I know your thighs were on fire. Uh, yeah, like and, it's and unreal. I, yeah, I know and, when you, and when you got up, your ass must have been so numb because my ass is numb after every time I cycle. So I can imagine the first time. Yeah, for days. So that makes sense. Yeah. So it was like one of those things where like we finally like reached the rest area portion and I got off my bike and I almost just fell like <laughs> fell onto the ground. And the other thing was too, like these people have gears on their bikes and I didn't have gears. You had no I gears? Did. No. Oh my God. You must have been struggling. It was bad. And like it got to the point where I got separated from the group. And, oh, like, of course you had no gears. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, cop, the cop was like you're gonna need to either like fall back or go forward because you're like in the middle of the group and you're gonna get lost like you're yeah. going to the city and everything and like there's nobody to guide you like if you lose the group and i'm like well no i'm not gonna fall back and so i start going and going and going and i'm like my legs like i had no control oh my. over my legs i can't imagine <laughs> no gears you must have been brutal must have been that must have been so bad who did no one warns you you needed gears I should have known. I, it, was, <laughs> it was only my second DCC, and the first one that I had done, I did the 15 mile, and oh, so it kind of light. It was hard, but I was also on a mountain bike then. That's mm. all I had. When they asked me to join, they were like, "Do you have a bike?" And I'm like, "Yeah." And they're like, "Can you do the DCC?" And I'm like, oh, "Yeah, okay. I don't see why not, you know." But I had a mountain bike, and like that, those tires are not meant for the road. No, so then no I got way. a road bike. This year, last year, I was like, okay, I'm going to get a road bike and I'll be fine. And I was like, uh-oh, you're missing something <laughs> important on the bike. <laughs> Where'd you get it from? Like Publix? That's <laughs> my husband. He's a, <laughs> this is crazy because he's a bike connoisseur, but he bought the bikes. And I was like, yeah, I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> he set you up. He's like, no, this is payback for all this dolphin stuff. I'm going to make you regret it. Right. And he did the ride with me too. And he was, he was better off, but this year I decided I'm going back to the 15. I am going to keep my single speed, whatever, my, my little <laughs> crappy bike instead of buying like a brand new, whatever. Cause I just want to be able to like put more money towards yeah. like the actual ride itself and the charity and, and the playoffs uh, <laughs> and the playoffs. Yeah. There you go. So <laughs> I'm going to do the 15 this year. <laughs> oh, nice. When's that typically? Uh, it's going to be February 25th. Oh, nice. And I like the 15 because you don't feel like it's a race and like you don't have to be experienced. You yeah. just kind of mosey along and there's a lot of players out there that are riding too. So I've yes, met some or players. Was Christian Wilkins, okay. is that right? Uh-huh, yeah. Wilkins yeah. was out there and then like the first Beast. year there was quite a few of them and like these guys come past me on the bikes and I'm like, those have to be players because oh, they're you know. 
big, big, like huge, like just huge human beings. Mm. And I'm like, who the heck are they? So they they pass me, and then at at some point, oh no, I pass them, and then at some point they got ahead of me, and I'm like. I don't remember you guys passing me. Come to find out, they took a shortcut. <laughs> and so I, I like rode up, and I got my little hat, my little helmet on with my like pink. And I'm like, hey, I'm like, were you guys like well behind me? How did you get in front of me? And they're like, oh, I don't know. I don't know. I'm like, you guys are players. They're like, yeah. And you know? you're like, you know what? Just tell me the secret. I'll go with you. Yeah, and they're like, oh, what's what's all freaky mean? What is that? And I'm like, oh. Just, it's just my fan name, you know? And so then oh. after the ride, like, a few of them, like, were like, oh, it was nice to meet you and, like, that sort of thing. <laughs> <laughs> they were shooting their shot. They were shooting their shot. Low they, key. Were, they were also <laughs> cheating at the DCC, so I know Shooting their shot, <laughs> and they were cheating. She knows who you are. She's like, yeah. and, and next, next year, she's keeping your eyes on you guys. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it was funny because then we, like, came across the finish line, and they start yelling out who their names are. And yeah. I was like, uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> So, um, if you, if you were the GM, you got hired tomorrow, what moves do you think, do you think we need another move to get over the top or you find this roster? What do you think? What would, what would your moves be? I'm fine with this roster, honestly. And I think we give it time to see what it looks like. Mm. Um, especially with the new coach, I, I really like, I want to know like what his creativity is going to do with what we have yeah so like if i was the gm i'm glad i'm not the gm because <laughs> there's like so much that goes into that and you know everybody wants to be like a closet gm and like act like they know what the team should do but like the fact is you don't know yeah and so cash yeah, base I, all this type of stuff politics behind the background mm -hmm. you never know yeah and all those people in your face and all mm -hmm. these opinions and oh i want more you know playing time and that, that, that all those things going on and so um, I'm fine with what we've got. I, I just really, really want to see what it does. Yeah, for sure. I'm definitely intrigued. Um, if we same results last year, we need to win, we lose, yeah. same exact thing. Do you give to another chance? If you're GM Dolph Freaky. Do I give him another chance after this year? Or if, if, we're, if we're reading into the rumor mill, are you going after Tom Brady for Steven Ross, or are you riding with Tua next year? I'm riding with Tua. Is it just because of Tom Brady? I think it's because, like, I feel like Tom Brady is, like, starting to be a little bit washed up. But, mm. you know, he's getting older. Oh. He's kind of on the verge of retiring anyways. And I feel like Tua is most definitely the longer-term solution. Mm. Okay, so I'll give another one to you. I'm not sure if you, I'm sure you've seen this rumor. So if Lamar Jackson wants to come to Miami... Cause that's the rumor. He wants to come. He's not re-signing up uh, Baltimore. Would you go with Lamar Jackson or are you giving it to another chance? Would I go with Lamar Jackson like at this moment? Yeah, because his contract, being... his, his contract expires next year. I'm pretty positive. So if Tua doesn't make us, Tua doesn't lead us to the, champion, the playoffs, are you giving Tua another one more year or are you riding Lamar? So it really, that's a very loaded question because it depends how close we were to the playoffs, what to it looked like, how much playing time, how many injuries, like all of those things would factor into my decision. But say, well, I get to give them a, if it was like a duplicate of last year, then I would definitely take Lamar and give him a chance. Yeah. Well, yeah, of course, two was obviously injury. Well, no injuries, no injuries. 
solid solid year. Solid year. Good chemistry. Good chemistry, but we missed the playoffs because AFC West is stacked. We're one game away. Buffalo is amazing. One random team does good, and we miss it by one game. Tua is doing good. His interception is a little high, though. Last game, the game we need to get in, he throws a pick six. That's how we end off. Pick six to lose the game. What? Very detailed, but it's very, very possible. Kind of how it happened last year, yeah. besides the pick six. You're rolling with it. It's going to be so much yeah. talk because, oh, Tua threw a pick six. He can't be that guy. Lamar Jackson's interested. He want, he's from Miami. He wants to come back. Lamar's MVP, and they have I, the weapons. I would roll with Tua because I think one thing that this team has been lacking is consistency, and it it doesn't happen overnight that you have instant chemistry with your team. And little mistakes like, you know, pick six can be a little mistake. Um, and of course, it's like a, a massively game season altering mistake. But still, I think we give it time. Hmm. Yeah, I can agree with that. I mean, Lamar Jackson, it'd be tough to say no to. So I guess we'll have to see next year. We can yeah. we can see what happens. But I'm riding with two. I mean, I rode with Tannehill for a couple damn years. So yep. I think I can give two a couple more years because I think these past few years weren't. I mean, it's tough to assess them that way. I mean, it's, the odds were stacked against them, so yeah, I can't yeah. really hold it against them that that aspect of it. But um, that was that was current. If you had to change, I'm sure you know the whole history of the Dolphins. Drew Brees, Ricky. If you had to change one thing in the past that you think would change our history, where we could have had, we could have been maybe the Chiefs or the Patriots dynasty. Where do you think we went wrong that we could have altered and been different? I think the Drew Brees controversy was definitely like it's a thing that people still bring up now like look what we could have been at that time and I do it it would be interesting to see what the Dolphins would have looked like with a caliber quarterback like that so that you think that that would have been your one thing that you would have changed you would have brought Drew Brees in same same I mean I breaks my heart after every single time yeah. Well, you, can't, this- you can't dwell on that kind of thing, though. Yeah. And I know, like, the fan base likes to do that, but we really can't. Um, I just think because there are so many different pieces, and, like, maybe Drew Brees would not have even looked remotely the, like the same Drew Brees under our system. Yeah. So you just I don't mean, know. Sean Payne was a great coach. Who knows if we had a coach like Sean Payne? Who knows what could have happened? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so ending off on a good note, what is, like, the best moment as the Dallas fans, you can think of like in-game experience. One thing you instantly you think of. What's the best? Uh, oh what's God. the best thing you have? So, <laughs> the Miami miracle is something that <laughs> I will always remember, and it it wasn't because I wasn't there. Wow, um, that, like the one game you weren't there for. It's <laughs> like my one regret in life. <laughs> that's crazy. Yeah, I missed that, but it was special for me because it happened when my my dad we watched it at home so like for me it was like reminiscing on old times like dad and i used to watch football back home in pennsylvania and we really don't get that opportunity to do that now because i go to the games and i i do the fan club watch parties and things so we don't really get to watch together anymore but that was a game it was like a one-off game that we watched together and it had that outcome that it did and (laughs) to see my dad like excited about the dolphins again it was it was very cute <laughs> so, I'm sure, I'm sure, 
he's been very, very down on the team, and like it's gotten to the point where he doesn't even really talk about it anymore. And like he's like, oh, I'm not gonna watch today. And I'm just like, it breaks my heart because I'm like, that's crazy. Because he's the reason why you, I got into it. Like you made me this way, yeah. and like I, it matters so much to me what happens in the game, and like to hear him like not be into it anymore that like broke my heart. But he when when. <laughs> When the Miami Miracle happened, he picked me straight up off the floor and like literally full on swung me <laughs> around the kitchen. And it was it was a magical moment for for us, like as a family and as a fan That's base cool. to watch that a million times. I've watched it a million times back. I have a I have a little Christmas tree over here, a little dolphin's Christmas tree that I keep up year round. And it has a Miami, Miami Miracle ornament on it. And what's what the ornaments? Like they have like the like a picture of like the entire field or something on it. It's just a little like ball, and it just says Miami Miracle. Oh, far that's cool, that's cool. And I posted that on Twitter, like when I was brand new to Twitter. I posted that on Twitter, and I got so much backlash from the Patriots fans. They were trying, like, they were so nasty, so mad that I would have an so offended that <laughs> I would have an ornament for a regular season win that was meaningless. Oh, I'll get that all the time. Imagine <laughs> imagine living here. Imagine living here. I, I can't because those people, I can't stand them. Oh, like, I can't stand them. Retweeting me, making fun of me, this and that and everything. So I know that the Miami Miracle is like, you know, meaningless to most, but to me, it was fun. <laughs> I almost broke my ankle watching that game. I was watching <laughs> my friend. I started running around. I had these shoes with terrible ankle support. Literally rolled my ankle. I was like, damn it! Still kept running around <laughs> celebrating. I didn't give a shit. I was so excited. That was that was that has to be it too. I was, I was gonna say the same and thing. And like that game taught. I think that game taught the fan base a lesson too. That like you don't leave until it's zero zero. Yeah, especially at that Raiders game. Me either. If I push off on paint for a game, I'm not leaving yeah, second off I was at that, that, game, Raiders game. that Raiders game was nuts and now especially now that we have Tyreek I mean I was watching that Chiefs Bills game at a casino actually and I was watching a girl who usually doesn't watch football and she's like oh this game's over I'm like no it's not no yeah. it is not they have Tyreek Hill it is not over with 13 seconds left I always think like if we're down one score I think what if there's a last second interception they run it back for a touchdown like what if what if yeah. what if even when I was in Tampa and we were getting beat like 45 to 10, I still stayed till 0-0 because that's the pact that I've made to myself. I'm not leaving until it's over. 100%. Then you'll be mad like, damn, that might be a miracle. I wasn't there for that. I was there, but I left before minutes left. Yeah. Can you imagine being in your car and hearing that? Like, I want to know from those people what that yeah. feels like. <laughs> fake fans. I don't give a, I don't care. I think yeah. those people are fake fans. I'm staying till the end. I don't care. Like, you did not give the Dolphins a chance. Yeah, you yeah, suck. no, I, you suck <laughs> exactly. I don't want to see you at games this year. You know who you are. Yeah, go sit in the corner. <laughs> <laughs> don't come to East Twelve. You're not allowed. No, you're not getting a beer at East Twelve. <laughs> um, but to finish off though, you said you're you start off with your dad. So then you was just like that. That got you into it. Then what? You just kept yourself being the fan. Like they're all high school. Like were you guys still watching games during high school? Or you just like went off yeah. on your own thing and you were just watching it, Dolo. Yeah. So like he would watch dolphins football every sunday and it was like you can't do anything else like that is it mm. like sundays are for football and dependent on what the the dolphins did on the field like we would either 
you know, talk during dinner or we will eat in silence. <laughs> so and it seemed like a lot of silence back then. Well, back then it was what? probably good. Probably good. They were good. That was good, a good yeah. team. That was like the Ricky Williams, Jason Taylor, like Chris yeah. Chambers. Like that. Those were the good years, actually. Um, and there were some really exciting games that, he, like, he was, like, just shut up and watched the game with me. And I started to. And I was like, oh, like, I, like, feel like I love this. You know, and I st- he started to teach me. And I would ask questions. And there were a lot of times where I fell asleep on the couch. And I would wake up to him screaming. <laughs> and, like, pretend like I wasn't sleeping. I'd be like, oh, my God, yeah. You know, like that. And then I was like, dude, like, I totally missed out on that. Like, wake the hell up and learn the game. So then yeah. I really just started, like delving into it and it wasn't really until so we went to games like once a year during high school the first game that we were supposed to go to got postponed due to hurricane and it was just so devastating like <laughs> i'll never That's, forget that you were heartbroken you're like damn it but that built up the suspense for me mm. more and more because i was like my ultimate goal was to get to miami and see a game and so then I, we finally got to get one and i met like a lot of the super fans or like the known fans and like i was like oh so you were like, you were you were plugged up since day one you knew everybody since the beginning yeah like and, and like facebook was kind of new and stuff yeah. but then i started like you know the more dolphin content you like on your social media then like Facebook starts feeding you more and I'm like yeah. I was meeting people like Dolphin Maniac and like the, ba- the the Miami Dolphin Bandits and like those like really cool fans and so that's when I started dressing up and so I started doing like face paint and the wig and all that Spire. um and then it wasn't until college that I really like got into the team and like, I was reading everything like everything I could read about the dolphins because in college <laughs> it was either pharmacy stuff or football stuff. And so I was like, <laughs> I'm going to do football stuff. I don't want to study, you know. And so Love I was value, just of reading. And that was the year. The Fence-Eider? Like, yeah. Like I was in the Fence-Eider like crazy. Yeah. And like the Dolphins website, I would just read everything. And I would watch all of the old games and the videos and everything I could find on YouTube. And then that's when the, the contest happened when I was in college. <laughs> and then we, we heard that's, that. So that's the beginning of it. If you want to hit the end of it. We said in the beginning of the podcast, so that's the entire story from Ali Dal Freaky right there. That's cool. Yeah, you're so probably how- the first podcast that got like <laughs> the whole story. Hey, hey, we got the we got the we got the drip over here. We got the we got the inside information. That's cool. Yep. We got the first storytelling of Dal Freaky's yeah. entire story. <laughs> that's cool. So how did your how did your husband now get in there? So what was he? So you're not a Dolphins fan. So was he a a major for uh, pharmaceuticals or what? No, so he's not in like the pharmacy industry at all. He's actually a welder by trade, and so we're oh, like, nice. very like very different with that regard. And so, um, you know, I started to bring him to games when I was in college, I think it was, and he just like kind of went along with it. He's like, yeah, I want to come with you. And then like the part, you know, he started to meet people, and like so a lot of people know him too. They <laughs> they know That's him cool. as all freaky security. <laughs> <laughs> Um, hey, but yeah, hey, he just like hey. he goes for the party and the friends, and the friendship and everything. He doesn't fully understand the game, and so I, I I do my best to try to teach him. But at the same time, we don't often watch games like in front of a TV together. Um, and so in a lot person. of times, like I'm just trying to explain things during the game or like really like playoff football is a really good like learning for him because <laughs> sure. I could like, like sit and watch. It's it. third down. Shut up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah he, he like gets annoyed with me because like I'm so intense when I watch like I'm always like oh, oh, trust uh, man yeah like, <laughs> same same way I'm same thing over here 
And he's like, can you stop? Like, can you be, even though I kids can't. are like, I can't. can you be quiet? And I'm like, <laughs> no, it just comes out. Like, I don't know. Like, I can't. <laughs> That's, I'm literally the same exact way. So if a guy's like, you don't know football, how, how you get pissed off or you get over that fact. You're, you know what? I know what I'm talking about. I don't care. Or you let it get I to you still. Um, I don't really go back and forth about it because like, you can just go look at my Instagram and like Facts. see like I'm not your average. <laughs> I'm not your average. And I will be honest with you, like I'm not an analyst. Like I don't get down to like all the X's and O's talk. Like I don't have time like to to get into all of that. And like I I don't want to be a GM and I don't want to be a coach, but I want to be a fan. And I'm a fan of fans and I'm a, like a resource person. And so a 100%. lot of my time. Like, my podcasts are spent, like, helping fans go where they need to go and stuff. And so, like, I don't do a whole lot of analytics and, like, that sort of thing. Yeah, you're um, not calling coverages, <laughs> but you're calling right. you're calling the the um, the tailgating. So, if you need any help yeah. tailgating, if you need any help finding anything, yeah. resources, reach out to your girl, Dal Freaky. <laughs> um, yeah, and I have a lot of, like, great, like, podcasting females that I know, like, Miss Fins and like Fin Sanity, like those girls know the game, like Aye. in and out, like more than the average man. But you know, like for me, it's not really like I, I don't like I don't have a mentor in that department yeah. or anything. Like a lot of them have like their brother or their father or whatever like teaches them that stuff, and I don't I don't get into like that much detail. <laughs> gotcha. Yeah. So give them a follow. I'm sure, like she said, they know what they're talking about. If you want to hear some uh, some females talk about the game, I'm sure you guys do. Check yeah. it out. I'm sure they're pretty, uh, they're plugged up as well. Oh, yeah. Um, There's a lot of great girls out there doing all kinds of things. And I, that's like a thing for me, too. Like, I just feel like female fans just don't get a good, they don't get a good rap. And, and like, if I'm walking, say I'm walking with any given male, mm. like, throughout the tailgate, I'll hear people say, oh, you taught her, right? <laughs> oh, you trained her good. I'm sure it's I'm ignorant. Like, Oh my god! Like, like nah, just, I brought I like, brought him I, here. I'm, and I don't even go back and forth. I'm just yeah, like, oh, yeah. <laughs> <He did. laughs> that fake laugh. <laughs> he, he taught me good. <laughs> yeah, I used to be that way with uh, not that way. I used to be like the fighter, the argumentative guy with Patriot fans. Yeah. Now at this point, I'm like, you know what, dude? I don't even care. I don't. Even, I, I care, but it's not worth it. Like, my ass, no. whatever. You don't know what. It's not worth it. Exactly. You don't even know what you're talking about. You probably don't even know what cover one is. So hop off hop on my nuts so i don't and even care about something anymore <laughs> and some people are just like they they won't stop they oh. feed off of arguments 100 percent. and they know that i'm the crazy dolphin fan so they want to get me like annoyed my dad does it all the time he doesn't know a thing about football but he'll call me and be like what happened with the dolphins like dude yeah. shut up i'm literally hanging up yeah. i'm like you don't watch you're just trying to get me pissed off i don't even care yeah they're just trying to get aroused out of you see how petty exactly. you'll get it's i used to it. i used to feed into it now, now I don't though, and yeah. hopefully this year I don't have to because this year, like Ali said, be thirteen and four, thirteen to four bucket. Write it down. Write it down. That's what she's saying right there. Any last words? Anything you want to say about the season? Anything you want to plug? Any um, anything you want to plug? I can plug everything. Okay, so right, here, here you go. Here's your time. We're gonna here put it goes. this this clip. So I'm at Doll Freaky on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, Southwest Florida Dolphin Club on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Um, yes, we do watch parties for the away games at, well, we might be changing venues. Shh, it's 
secrets. Secret. Um, but right now we're at the Sandbar and Grill in Fort Myers. So if you're in the area, come through. Uh, we also do a beach bash annually um, in the off season just to try to get more fan engagement. And that's really, really fun. And so if anybody wants information about Southwest Florida Dolphin Club, let me know. Um, East 12 tailgate, big shout out to all my East 12ers. They're so awesome. Hey. I can't wait. I cannot wait. Like finally next week we get to go back home, even though it's for, you know, preseason. pre-season it's yeah. still going to be great. It's going to be awesome. <laughs> hey, new member here. You'll see me week one. We'll be there in, in person. Let's get it. Let's go. Let's go. Yeah. So um, there's definitely all different types of things going on this year. We have the MetLife Takeover. So that's put on by Dolphins NYC. Um, so MetLifeTakeover.com if you want tickets for that. And then also the Baltimore Beatdown um, at TailGreeter.com for those tickets. Um, okay. Dolphreaky's Friends is my charity. And you can find that also on um, at Dolphreaky's Friends on Instagram and dolphreakiesfriends.org. <laughs> hey, if you're to come to the game uh, week one, make sure you uh, help her out with that fundraiser. She's bringing in the can drive, fish food, yep. or oh, cat food, not fish food. <laughs> <laughs> you can and, bring uh, canned fish for cats. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, give her that super follower on Twitter too. Help out the cause. Yeah, so I'm doing a giveaway for um, September 1st. Um, for, so if you're a super follower, you're automatically entered to win Hey. Something. I haven't decided yet what it'll be. Last last month I did a like a poster, <laughs> a bikini That's, poster. Hey, fire! <laughs> hey, I'm sure. So some people like it. I'm sure the guys uh, who was taking the shortcuts at the game would like it too. I mean, the <laughs> biking would like that too. So <laughs> you know, I'm always sure. doing something. Just if you need help with getting like to a game or you need hotel, whatever, just let me know. Hey, for sure. Hey, I'm glad uh, you came through. I'm glad we finally got to meet virtually, yeah. well, me in person, uh, week one. Um, yeah, thanks for your time. It was a great time. Follow, like you said, on everything Doll Freaky. And um, yeah, playoffs thanks are so busted here, baby. We'll get it. We're getting there. I, I have oh. faith. I have faith in Tua, too. Let's Fins get up. it. Fins up, baby. Fins up. Hey, let's go to Let's go, Tyreek and Waddle, baby. The Penguin yeah. and the Cheetah. Let's get it. <laughs> hey.